Hello, and thanks for tuning in to this week's podcast from Prism Insurance Agency. As you know, we put in a ton of time and effort to make each of our shows as valuable as we can. If you find the information useful, please share this podcast with a friend by emailing it to them or sharing this on the social media site of your choice. February is known for celebrating Valentine's Day. The Life and Health Insurance Foundation for Education recognizes February as their Insure Your Love campaign. Joining us today is the CEO of the Life Foundation, Marv Feldman, to discuss who needs life insurance and the many options that are available to customize protection for your needs. Welcome, Marv. Thanks, Jim. We know February's Insure Your Love campaign by the Life Foundation. Why is buying life insurance for someone a different way of expressing love? If you think about it, life insurance is one of the most selfless and thoughtful gifts that you can give somebody that you love. What says anything better than I love you than providing life insurance for your family, which will provide for their safety and security and their financial well-being as you go down the road. So it's all about taking care of the people that you love. So let's talk about who needs life insurance. Anybody that will have some type of a financial loss or an emotional loss probably needs some type of life insurance. So you take love out of the incentive, and for many people, maybe there is no reason to buy life insurance unless you're looking at business applications. But life insurance is really designed for people to indemnify for a loss or to replace as much as is possible for the financial loss that somebody incurs when a loved one passes away. So life insurance is really for just about everybody that's out there. There is a reason that they should own it, even if it's only to take care of their own final expenses. Well, let's talk about who would you consider as naming for a beneficiary of life insurance? What are the different types? Is it just people? Is it organizations? Where does insurance fit in? Well, let's talk about people first, because when you have a person that loves another individual, then there is a financial and or emotional loss when that individual passes away. And that's one place that life insurance works. And whether that's a partner or a spouse or a child or grandparents, that's how it works. If you have a business relationship and you have business partners or business stockholders, that's another area where life insurance fits well. And if you have a situation where you are charitably minded and you want to leave a legacy for that charity, then life insurance is an excellent tool to use because you can leverage a few dollars into something that's very, very significant for that specific charity. So we have a lot of people that use life insurance for charitable requests and a lot of people that use life insurance for legacy requests for individual family members. Now, Marv, when you talk about life insurance and in the area of charities, one thing to consider, too, that many people don't realize, you can actually qualify for a deduction if you set up that policy properly, right? That's correct. The policy would need to be owned by the charity, payable to the charity, and you would be making your premium payments not to the insurance company, but to the charity, who then in turn would be paying the insurance company. But if you do that, depending on what the current tax laws may be at the time, you may in fact get a full deduction for the premium that you've paid to the charity. Now, another thing to consider, and I know I've been involved in planning situations where families have set up life insurance. I know my personal situation, I've done that. And what I've actually set up is kind of like a donor-advised fund using the life insurance where 
My wife and I have some charities that we're considering, but we also have it set up that our kids will get together once a year and distribute the earnings from what's in this charitable foundation type thing that we've created just for charitable purposes. So my kids will keep that legacy of giving even beyond the death benefit being paid. Correct. And Jim, I've done exactly the same thing. And actually, we did this way back when my father was alive and set up a special foundation for college scholarships and other special things that we wanted to fund over a long period of time. And that was funded with life insurance death benefits. So it worked out very well over the years. Let's also talk about with naming a beneficiary, just the power of how it bypasses probate and privacy. So you want to touch on that? One of the things that, that a lot of people don't understand is, first of all, life insurance depending upon ownership and other things, is a tax-free death benefit. And not only is it a tax-free death benefit from income tax purposes, but if it's paid to a named beneficiary, it is also free from probate. And probate and administration costs can be 2 to 5% of whatever the balance is in the estate. So it can be a significant savings by having a named beneficiary in your life insurance. You don't want to have it paid to, quote-unquote, the estate. You want to have it paid to an individual, you want to have it paid to a trust, you want to have it paid to a specific entity somehow, but not to the estate. Well, you know, another important factor, too, is you talked about the income tax benefits. If you structure the policy properly with proper gifting and a proper type of trust arrangement, you can also avoid the estate or inheritance taxes as well. Isn't that true? That is true. And, of course, we just had the quote-unquote permanent version of the estate tax laws that were just passed, and the tax rate went from 35% up to, I believe, 40%. So we did have an increase in the taxes, and life insurance is a superb way to basically prepay your taxes at a discount so that your family doesn't have to worry about liquidating assets. So tell us, Marv, what kind of trends do you see in the types of life insurance that's being acquired today? Well, there are different things that need to be considered. I think what we have to look at is, first of all, that we're at a 50-year low in ownership of life insurance today. It's probably as low as it's been statistically in the history of life insurance. The cost of term insurance has never been lower than it is today. It may be going up a little bit here and there, but term insurance is so inexpensive, and most people overestimate, especially young people, overestimate the cost of insurance and therefore they don't buy it. But when we did some research through the Life Foundation and LIMRA, we determined that most young people think that life insurance costs seven times more than it really costs. And you get up into people that are in their 40s and they still think it's three times what it actually costs. So one of the excuses that people have for not buying life insurance is that it's too expensive But it's only too expensive because they don't really understand how cost-efficient, how inexpensive life insurance is and can be when planned properly and executed properly. Just to put that in perspective, you know, you go out and get an average car today, you might be looking at a basic car with some basic features. You might be looking at brand new, 20 grand. So if you talk about seven times, that would be like us assuming that the average startup car is about 140000 for a new car, to put that in perspective. So if people are overestimating the cost of cars that much, I don't think we'd have to worry about crowded highways at rush hour. That's very true. And if people really, truly understood the magic of life insurance and how inexpensive it is, I don't think we would have people looking at government programs and government subsidies to help them or their families in a time of need because they would be self-sufficient. Something I did, Marv, I've got kids in college, 
And today, I've had to co-sign for some of their loans, which means I'm responsible for those loans. And one thing I did is I looked into some term insurance for my kids, and I couldn't believe how inexpensive it was because when I looked at what the cost was, I looked at making sure they had a basic amount of coverage so that if down the road, when I bought my first house, I was required to have life insurance. If they ever brought those rules back, I wanted to make sure my kids had enough life insurance to qualify for a loan down the road. And it came out for my daughter, I know, about 35 or $40 per year per 100000 for a 30-year term policy plus the policy fees. So it was just a pittance what I had to pay to make sure that my daughter at least has some basic protection. Now with my sons, it was a little bit more expensive, but for young people today to have some basic coverage, parents or grandparents might want to think about that, especially now that loans are becoming so expensive for college these days. I was just talking with somebody on the phone before I talked to you, and they were talking about a private university, Carnegie Mellon University. Tuition today at Carnegie Mellon is $43,000 a year. And if you start talking about room and board, you might add another twelve or 15000 and then you start putting in beer and pizza and whatever. So all of a sudden, you're at $60,000 a year. So that's a quarter of a million dollars to get through a four-year program. Most kids don't get through it in four years. It takes them five or six and if you have two or three kids, all of a sudden you're talking about $500,000, $750,000 to get your family through the college years. Those are expensive numbers, and to have some type of protection and something to fall back on is really important. So you need it both on the parents, you also need it on the children to repay those loans if something were to happen to them. And for grandparents, they should be thinking about buying life insurance on the grandchildren, not because they need life insurance today, but because they will at some point in the future, and they can buy a type of policy that'll be self-sufficient in 15 or 20 years, so when the grandkids are grown up, they've got a permanent policy that'll be there for the rest of their life, and the grandparents gave them, so they have a legacy, and that's really important. There's so many options today. Hey, we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, let's talk about some of the options that are available or bells and whistles or options that you might get on a life policy today. It's not just death insurance anymore. There's a lot of living benefits, so let's talk about that when we return. This copyrighted program and its contents is given with the understanding that neither the hosts, guests, nor station render legal, medical, accounting, tax, or other professional advice. The information and opinions expressed here are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendation for any individual situation or security. For specific assistance, you should seek the services of a competent professional. To learn about a specific investment option, ask your Real Wealth Advisor for a prospectus. Please read the prospectus carefully about the fees, expenses, and risks before investing. Real Wealth Advisors offer securities and investment advisory services through Woodbury Financial Services Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC, and registered investment advisor, P.O. Box 64284, St. Paul, Minnesota, 55164. Real Wealth Advisors and Woodbury Financial Services Incorporated are not affiliated entities. This is Real Wealth Weekly on the Real Wealth Advisor Network. If you want more information on this program from your Real Wealth Professional, just click the More Information button so they know to contact you.
Welcome back as we're continuing to meet with Marvin Feldman, President and CEO of the Life Foundation, which is a life and health insurance foundation for education, a nonprofit organization, as we discuss their Insure Your Love campaign and some of the reasons that people might want to consider life insurance and some of the misconceptions people are having today. Marv, before the break, we were talking about all the different reasons you might consider life insurance, whether it's on the kids, whether it's for parents, whether it's for a business owner. But let's talk about some of the other features that are available with life insurance today. It's not just for people dying anymore. What are some of those benefits that are fairly new to the insurance policies today? Jim, let's talk about an old benefit before we talk about a new benefit. And that's the benefit of owning permanent life insurance traditional whole life insurance because in today's market, people are looking for safety, security, and guarantees. And that's what the old traditional whole life policies have always provided. And if you look at the internal rates of return in a policy that's held for 20 years or longer, you're looking at 3, 4, 5% internal rates of return cash value. Forget death benefits just on the cash value. So many investment people have looked at life insurance and are now classifying that as a separate asset class that people should be utilizing along with their money market funds and their treasury bills and bonds and other types of really safe, secure investments. So that's one thing to think about when you're talking about life insurance. It is a death benefit, but you want to be aware that for the old traditional permanent whole life policies, is a superb program to park some money and, and leave it there for a long period of time. Other things that people don't really understand is that there are a lot of bells and whistles today. One of the areas, Jim, that people talk about is long-term care. And they're concerned about putting money into long-term care, never being able to use it or will never use it. What happens to all that money? And there are life insurance products out there today that allow them to put money into a life insurance product. So you have internal rates of return that are competitive with what safe, secure monies are. But that program can be changed into a long-term care benefit if they need it. And if they don't, they have the cash value. And if they pass away, they have some type of multiple death benefit. So it's not a double duty. It's a triple duty type contract. And that type of hybrid policy is getting a lot of acceptance from the marketplace. And a lot of people are really showing interest in investigating those types of products. And I found working with clients, too, because... When you have a husband and wife, and let's say they're facing retirement, if one of them passes away, they lose a Social Security check. Well, that's a big risk early in retirement. But as you get later in retirement, and you're maybe in your 80s or 90s, the risk of future Social Security checks going away maybe isn't quite as great, or at least the number of them isn't as great. But now, things like long-term care, whether or not you need home health care, assisted living, actual skilled nursing care in a nursing home. Those risks become much greater, and that's kind of a neat thing where a life insurance policy can kind of change as your needs change to provide those long-term care benefits. And I know from looking at the cost of those riders, it's a lot less expensive than buying a separate long-term care policy, but you are kind of killing two birds with one stone. You're able to get a death benefit that comes to you sooner and it's something you really should talk to your advisor about to see what really fits in your circumstance. Yeah, a lot of people, Jim, are hesitant to buy long-term care because it is relatively expensive. Maybe they've got health and longevity in their family, so they don't think they're going to need it. And that's probably because they haven't had a family member or somebody close to them 
that's gone through a long-term care scenario. If they lived with somebody or knew somebody that had this, their attitude would change. So this is a program that has the hybrid policies that has tremendous flexibility and can solve a lot of the issues and a lot of the problems and a lot of the concerns that people have and just prepare them for the eventuality of what may be required. I thought I saw recently the Long-Term Care Association said that 7% of America has dealt with long-term care issues. So this opens the door to allow people many more ways to look at that versus just saying, gosh, I just don't want to deal with it. So it's a great tool, and I think most Americans don't even realize that the life insurance has this hybrid opportunity. And that's exactly right. It's an educational opportunity for all the clients that we all represent to make sure they're aware of their choices, aware of their options, aware of what they can do to provide some of these benefits in the case that it is needed down the road. Marv, let's talk about what's the best way to buy life insurance and from whom? From you, of course. I love it. Here's my toll-free number. (laughs) (laughs) There are so many different ways to buy life insurance today. The traditional way is still to sit down in front of a traditional agent and talk about what your needs are and walk through the different scenarios and make the decisions based on the planning that that agent can provide. So your financial advisor, your personal agent, you can also do a tremendous amount of research online today. And what we've done in our research through LIMRA and through the Life Foundation and what we call our barometer study shows that there are more and more people who are using the Internet for basic research But most of those people still then want to talk with an agent or advisor to walk through the various steps that are required. But there are more and more people who are also saying, no, I want to buy it over the Internet. So we see a larger portion of people, especially younger people, who are very comfortable doing things strictly over the Internet that are buying life insurance. We're even seeing some of the larger, more sophisticated policies that are being acquired that way, which is a new trend we haven't seen in previous years. There's also the possibility of buying it right through your place of employment, right through the HR department. So you have the option of your group term insurance, and most group term insurance have the ability of adding on layers of additional coverage that you pay for yourself, not necessarily provided by the employer. And then you may have the option of doing a payroll deduction individual policy through your place of employment. And that's another option that people need to be aware of and consider. It's very difficult for the professional advisors and agents to reach down into the lower or lower middle market in a cost-efficient manner. And I think that utilizing the mass method of Internet and payroll deduction and human resource people allows that market to have the same access to coverage that the upper middle market and the advanced markets have. So there's a lot more available and a lot more ways to do it than there were just five or ten years ago. Well, and I'll tell you, Marv, with all the options that are available today, especially, too, with all the volatility in the markets, our low interest rates, making sure you have the proper amount of coverage and you're naming your beneficiaries properly, you're structuring the policies properly to minimize the impact of various kinds of taxes, Anybody who goes this alone today, I think, is making a mistake. You want to work with an insurance professional that really knows what those options are and fitting a policy that's tailor-made to accomplishing your goals and objectives. Don't get that information in the lunchroom. Why don't we close with Marv. Share with us how to get the information from the Life Foundation website. I know you have a wealth of information and tools available. Maybe you could share that with our audience. 
Yeah, the website is www.lifehappens.org, O-R-G. And if you just type that in, go to our homepage, and then you can navigate through there to get tons of information. There's information about disability, long-term care, life insurance, various types of life insurance. We have a tremendous calculator that individuals can use. So if they go in and pull up the calculator, it will allow them to put their own numbers in and determine not the type of life insurance, but how much death benefit is appropriate for their given situation. So they're putting their own numbers in. There's nobody else telling them what they should or shouldn't buy. And then if they don't have an agent or advisor, there is an agent locator spot on the site. And these are all members who belong to NAFA, which is the National Association of Insurance and Financial Advisors. There's also a section on there that lists 150 companies that currently financially support the foundation. And perhaps they'll recognize a company, and they can also click on that and go to the company's website directly. But you can't actually buy anything from our site, but we have tremendous resources. And if you're in a particular life stage, you can look at that section of the site to determine what's most appropriate for you, what types of policies would fit best, why you might want to consider different types of life insurance at that life stage. There are also some motivational videos that talk about real-life situations where somebody in the family has utilized life insurance, health insurance, long-term care, disability, and it talks about how those products kept the family together, kept the business together, provided the safety, security, the dignity that they needed to have to go forward with their life. And lastly, there are some scholarship information that we have, and we do provide scholarships to certain individuals throughout the year. We have a program that starts in January, February, and runs for a short period, and then we go through and determine the types of individuals that would be best to be granted scholarships. All that information is available on the website. And their stories are very, very inspirational because these are young people who have lost a loved one who was providing for the financial responsibility of these individuals, and now it's impacted their ability to go on to an advanced education, and we're providing scholarships to help them do that. But those stories tell you what happens when there is no life insurance or disability involved, and people can actually see the impact of not having the proper planning and products. Well, we really appreciate you joining us, Marv. And again, that website is www.lifehappens.org, right? That is correct. Tony and I are both big supporters of what you're doing, and we really appreciate all the resources that are available through the Life Foundation. And obviously, if you have questions about the type of insurance, the proper amounts to have, and all those issues, and obviously go to the insurance professional that distributed this program to you, they can be a great first resource. And make sure that you use February to ensure your love. Thanks for joining us this week. And tune in again next week as we explore another phase of the real wealth process. And remember, if anything you heard in today's show you'd like to get more information about, contact your Real Wealth Advisor. Also, if you feel that any of this information will be helpful to a friend or family member, just click the Forward to a Friend button. This copyrighted program and its contents is given with the understanding that neither the hosts, guests, nor station render legal, medical, accounting, tax, or other professional advice. The information and opinions expressed here are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendation for any individual situation or security. For specific assistance, you should seek the services of a competent professional. To learn about a specific investment option, ask your Real Wealth Advisor for a prospectus. Please read the prospectus carefully about the fees, expenses, and risks before investing. Real Wealth Advisors offer security 
securities and investment advisory services through Woodbury Financial Services Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC, and registered investment advisor, P.O. Box 64284, St. Paul, Minnesota, 55164. Real Wealth Advisors and Woodbury Financial Services Incorporated are not affiliated entities. This is Real Wealth Weekly on the Real Wealth Advisor Thank you so Network. Thank for tuning in to this week's podcast from Prism Insurance Agency. We've got additional information and links in our show notes, which you can click on to learn more. If you have any questions about any of the topics covered or would like to learn more, you can go to our website, www.myprisminsurance.com. You can reach out to us on Facebook or LinkedIn or Twitter. Call us at 951-243-2800 or email me directly at prob at myprisminsurance.com. The email is in the show notes as well. Once again, thank you so much for tuning in and have a wonderful week.